Hey everyone, welcome to the Small Screen Couch Commentary Podcast, where we watch your favorite TV shows, give you our thoughts, and ask for yours. I'm Alex. And I'm Billy. We're excited to watch and rewatch the best TV shows from start to finish and hope you're ready to take the ride along with us. We'll talk about the best characters and their stories, reveal some hidden gems, and look for you to do the same. From sci-fi to comedy, drama to anime, we've got it all covered. So grab your favorite snack and we'll see you on the couch. All right, everyone, welcome to episode four of the small screen couch commentary. This actually marks the halfway point uh, of season one. Sorry, it does. Yeah, I I honestly can't believe we're already this far into the season. I know um, for everyone out there, it has been just two weekends worth of of episodes being yeah. uploaded. You know. And but this has say, been a long time coming for us. It has. It's been a lot of work for us too, because yeah. you know we're not we're not professionals in the game of podcasting. So there was not a lot yet. of research. Not yet. I mean, it takes time to be professionals, but there was it a lot is. of research, a lot of work being done, even with the the first sounds and videos and everything, trying to get everything uploaded. That was a hassle that first week. Yeah, and we thought it was. If we work ahead of time, we won't be such a hassle. It was a hassle. It was a hassle. But, but we're, we're getting working it. out the bugs. Yeah, we're, we're getting, getting a better it. workflow. Things are going well. And to be honest, I'm having fun. I am too. Yeah. I am too. And I I honestly I didn't it's crazy how every episode of the boys you yeah. think Yeah. That episode that last episode was crazy. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. can't get any more crazy. Or at least, you know, the, the crazy level will will be here. I don't know if it can get crazier. It can carry here or even just as a show, just better. But yeah. it does. I think this one had less crazy moments, but I think the story of this episode was probably the best one so far yes in my opinion a hundred percent agree and it's just it's it's awesome because you know every episode i'm liking it a little bit more i'm liking it a little bit more i'm really enjoying things we got them yeah no yeah for sure i kind of am upset with myself that i that i um didn't watch the show sooner you have been giving me shit i was literally for years 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 guys i've been telling him to watch it uh at least two or three years now. Yeah. And there were other shows, either old ones and or newer ones that I was just watching. <laughs> he would, and every time you'd be like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm watching an, a new show. You'd be like, yo, are you going to watch The Boys yet? Yeah. You should be watching The Boys before you watch this. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'll, you'll watch, re-watch I'll watch it after Lost. this. Not the whole thing. But why would you go back to Lost? I love Lost. Lost is a top five in my favorite shows of all time. So, I love Lost. Honestly, uh, maybe maybe at some point we'll get into like some quick bites of, of other shows. Yeah. Lost is definitely going to be one for me. Um, but yeah, I just love Lost. But anyway, yeah, yeah. you should have watched The Boys instead of rewatching. I'm glad I've watched The Boys now, or I'm watching yeah. The Boys now. It just took us making a podcast <laughs> to get him to watch The Boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it seems like a lot, and it is. Yeah. But again, I'm really finding it super duper hard not to watch ahead. Like, I want, I kind of want to just binge all the rest of season one and two and three. But I feel like it's going to take away from the experience that we're having yeah. here with the podcast. Yeah, don't so I'm, do it. I'm going to remain faithful. I'm even not doing that. And I've seen the show, so I could binge it. But I'm like, no, I'm going to watch it along. Yeah, but I'm going to watch along because yeah. there's a lot I forget, you know, and everything. Cause yeah. Well, there's stuff that you're picking up, yeah. re-watching stuff that I'm not getting, right. watching it for the first time. So yeah, it is probably better that we're doing it the way I like we the way we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah, this episode is called The Female of the Species. Mm. So... The first thing when I I thought about when I saw the title of this, do you remember the old move, the old sci-fi alien movie species? 
kind of yeah you're a little bit younger so like even it was, i was young i wouldn't say i was a kid but i was like maybe 10 12 i think okay when the first one came out um so you were probably like what five six maybe something like that how many years apart are we are we five years apart we're four years apart aren't we? okay so yeah you were yeah. probably like six seven somewhere in there yeah um but yeah that's i don't know why but that's what i thought of immediately when uh when i saw the title of this episode Hmm. Was the old movie Species? Now I gotta go watch it. You probably don't. I don't want to. They were okay. I wasn't going to. <laughs> no, you weren't. You weren't. <laughs> they were okay when they came out. Um, there were like I think like three of them that were like in theaters, and then like some straight to DVD type spinoffs or whatever. But yeah. Anyway, back into uh, what we're actually <laughs> the here boys for. Again. Yeah, we get we get we we go off a lot. On you Tangent know what? Land. I think we're doing a lot better with Tangent Land than we have in other. Other podcasts Other, we've tried? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, this episode was directed by Fred Toy, or maybe it's Toye. His last name is spelled Toye. Toye. Now I like no, Toye. Now you're getting crazy. I like Toye. You're getting Toye. crazy. Um, yeah, his last name is spelled T O Y E. Uh, but he's also known for Fringe, another show that I've never watched but heard good things. Have you ever watched Fringe? I have not. And, and isn't that the show that's kind of like Supernatural in a way? That's what I've heard. A lot of people compare the two. Yeah, so I think when I was younger and I was a bitter person, I was like, no, you're not going to be as good as Supernatural. <laughs> but now like, I want to go back and watch it because it does look really good. Yeah. Um, also, The Good Wife. Um, That's which, the presidential one, right? She's she's, the she's like a lawyer. Oh. No, she's like a lawyer. Oh, okay. Um, I actually, I, I was, I, I want to start watching that show because I've seen clips of it on TikTok. Although, you know what's crazy? So before you would see like, clips from tv shows or movies and it'd be like 107 parts of a movie or like 30 parts of a single episode of a show and so yeah. you could essentially watch show would be out of order completely 100 yeah, but i saw clips of the good wife and i kind of want to watch that it looks point. good yeah. yeah um the actress in that is good also person of interest which I, I don't remember a lot about that show but i remember hearing that it was decent but then he also has some familiarity with um superhero shows because he directed one episode of watchmen the HBO um, thing. Yes. Did you watch that? Incredible. Incredible. Like HBO is definitely the place to go for premium uh, channel um, TV shows or like, yeah. like original sh series. And Watchmen is, I'm not going to lie, probably in the top five of all HBO shows of all time, in my opinion. 100%. And there's some heavy hitters in there. You got Game of Thrones. You got Sopranos. You got The Wire. Yeah. Watchmen is up there. It's so, dude. so and, good. And it's frustrating because that doesn't have a second season, and it won't. But no. it's a great um, series. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated because it's like, yes, I would want more, but I think they ended it in a way that it's it works. totally fine. They'd just be a one-off thing. Yeah, but they did and have I some like sprinkles in there like, we could do something yeah, later, they but they're could. not going to. They could. Um, but yeah, anyway, great show. Um, yeah. So it's cool to see that he wrote in that, because that's actually impressive. Um, yeah. Well, he directed, directed he directed Sorry, sorry, sorry. The writer of this episode was Craig Rosenberg, who did Preacher. I think it was an AMC show. Yeah. Do you ever watch Preacher? No, I oh. heard it's good. Watch was I know the first the, or like premise, I guess. I watched first, maybe second season as well. Very good show. I've heard. Very I've good. heard. Um also a show I've never heard of based on a true story. I feel like I've I've heard of this just like in the past week, actually. I don't know why. Don't know. Um, but then also, I think he wrote most of, or, yeah, I think he wrote most of, if not all, of Gen V. Um, so obviously the success of whatever he did here in The Boys, as early on as it was, I'm assuming he probably wrote more episodes in seasons two and three, maybe, or maybe even more in season one. Yeah. And then he went on to do Gen V. Good. Which we want to watch. So 
For sure, for sure. Uh, as always, this is your one and only warning. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I might have to make like a video thing where like big old spoiler just pops up. You know, great minds think a lie alike. Yeah. Because it I was a lie too. <laughs> it happens. But I think we need to get a sound pad on here of like a alarm. Burr, burr, yeah. Burr. Dude, I was thinking the same thing. Dude, that's why we're doing this together. You know what I mean? You didn't, no, you know. You oh, hold on, hold on. No, well, we're not doing it. We're not going back. We're not going back. Boing. But anyway, yeah. So spoiler right. whatever it is. Um, what were you snacking on this episode? Snacking on this time. Yeah. Chicken nuggets and French fries. Classic. Okay. Not from Mickey D's. Oh, that's I, know. I was going to ask. That's that would be ask. that would have been lovely. Uh, Mickey D's, if you want to sponsor us, I'll eat them every time. Every time. Every time. Give uh, me the heart failure. Home, home, homemade, uh, you know, put in the air fryer. Yeah yeah. 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 Yo, they hit different when it's air fryer versus the microwave. Yeah. Well, yeah. Microwave, they're soggy. Oven, pretty good. Air fryer, though. Woo. For sure. I was going with a classic. My favorite cookie. There's only two types of cookies in the world. This one's my favorite. That's chocolate chip. The other cookies an Oreo. For sure. Double stuffed, aka now just normal stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't I couldn't even tell you last time I ate a single stuffed Oreo. But yeah, chocolate chip cookies, definitely Good my favorite. Good choice. I love chocolate chip. Dipping in milk. Always. My I, boy. I could not my tell boy. you the last time I ate a cookie without an accompanying glass of milk. I've done it a lot, but no. you, you should have milk. No, with it. even yeah. if they're homemade and they're like softer cookies, or whatever, you gotta have that that milk in there. Why is this milk? I don't know. That's I don't know milk. why this is That's milk. Not milk. I'm just it's just the accoutrement. <laughs> the accoutrement. accoutrement. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this one's going off the rails early. Early. Okay. So yeah. Um this episode I gave it a rating of eight point seven. We're I, I you mentioned were climbing the ladder. Yes, I mentioned before we're gonna get into the nines. I thought it wasn't gonna happen until later in the season. I think you're right, it might happen before that. You're getting close. We're getting close. We're, we're climbing. Yeah. We're climbing. It's the Alps. Yeah. The mountain. Uh, yeah, 8.7. What did, what did you give it? Very close to your score. I gave it an 8.6. Okay. We're right yeah. in the same ballpark. Yeah. Right in the same incredible ballpark. Incredible episode. Super oh, incredible. Man. Like I said, the, the, I guess the wow factor is, it's still there for sure. There's some there's wow a, moments. Yeah. There's a big moment. Not in the show. quite as many as the past episodes. Yeah. Um, but they're there. I think this one, though, was developing some, some more of the story and the plot and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also, good character moments. Some good character moments. A couple by your favorite guy. Oh, yeah. By Frenchie. Frenchie. This is an episode where you get to see the softer side of Frenchie. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so the new character we meet here is, and it's weird because they don't actually say a name. She's just the female. The female. That's, that's. I think Billy is the one that calls her the female. Yeah, I think so. At some point in the episode, just randomly. Yeah, he's like, where's the female? Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> so that's probably where they like, you know what? Let's call this episode the female of the species. Well, I've got I've, I've Ooh, got a, a scoop, scoop for scoop, you. Scoopity doop. Uh, oh, we're not allowed to do that anymore. Sorry. Yeah, nope, nope. Um, You know, it's funny. You didn't mention Becca. You didn't mention the girl in the beginning. I did forget about Becca. Okay, well, hey, that's why you're here, bud. You it's know a, it's a saying? team effort. I, it's I a do team a effort. Bit. I do a little bit of work. I do a little <laughs> bit of work. Yes, I forgot about Becca. Yeah, and a, and a, and a dog. Yes. There's a puppy. Um, which, the, I'm trying to remember. Talk to me. Um, M.M. M.M. Mentions Becca. In episode three. Right, and I think we forgot to bring it up before. No, you brought it up. Are you sure? In last episode? I don't think we did. You did. You said, is this about Becca? 
And you said, oh, it's a new person. I don't know who that is. Okay. You're, you might be right. You I see, be right. Remember how we mentioned he's a little bit older? Starting to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they mentioned <laughs> Becca. I, you probably don't know it's Becca. So maybe I kind of shocked you there. Okay. So hold on. But I, this is the thing. And this is like just one of the um, the great things about modern TV watching, but also can be a downfall. So they they mentioned Becca in the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. And then mentions it to to Billy. In the initial parts of this opening is when we see Becca. They don't make it clear that it's Becca, but I found out because I'm an old man and I watch everything with subtitles now. Uh, I feel like a lot of people do, but do. I legit I do it like because it. you don't watch subtitles. I, I do sometimes, but I don't like doing it. Oh, I, I can't not watch something with subtitles. I have to watch it with subtitles. It was born specifically out of when my wife and I first started, like, uh, when we moved in together. She's I'm, We're very different TV watchers. I'm watching TV. I'm sitting there in silence. I want to watch what's happening. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to watch it and take mm-hmm. it in. Yep. She's asking questions every two seconds. She's talking throughout the TV show it. or the movie or whatever. Megan does that too. Yeah. And so I have to put the subtitles on because while she's talking, I want to be able to hear what they're saying. But if I can't hear, at least I can read it. Understandable. Right. I do it when the show feels like it's a quiet show and I, got, I can't catch everything they're saying. I, I do it with everything. Can't do that. Can't do that. But anywho, yeah. um, so with the subtitles... It says Becca. It's either through that or like something through like when with Amazon they 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 mention that it's Becca. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if that's spoilery or not for me as a watcher. No, that's but, Becca. But yeah, so also it's played by I can't remember her name, but she was in One Tree Hill for a very long time. Never watched One Tree Hill. I love One Tree Hill. I think that I I was a little that ship had already sailed for me. I was a little older. Yeah. When One Tree Hill was popular, you were OC. So OC was the the One Tree Hill of my generation. Yeah, never watched that either. Uh, me neither. Never I, watched it. One Tree those Hill. Those types of shows shit. just didn't get me. OC or Dawson's Creek or any of those like teenage angst type shows or like young yeah. adult. You know, I, I wasn't into that. Me neither. But One Tree Hill had basketball, and that's what hooked me. And then I just okay. I was in it. Okay. So those are the two. Um, yeah, characters two characters. We meet. Yep. Um, there were some connections here. We already talked about one, mm-hmm. which was um, Becca being mentioned in the episode previously. Yeah. And I, I just want to, I don't want to gloss over this, but I want to talk about, so the episode opens and it's Billy. It's clearly a flashback. He doesn't have the, the, the beard. Clean shaven. He's, clean, he's got he's, a nice haircut. He's got scruff. He's yeah. Got scruff. He's got a haircut. He's, he's more put together. Yeah. And it's Billy and Becca in bed and they're just, you know, they're not, they're, they're making love. It's very sensual. It's not. Yeah. It's not hitting that. I, I wouldn't even say it's sensual. It's um, it's romantic. It's romantic. It's a romantic lovemaking scene. Yeah. And, um, you know, so this is clearly a flashback. They're there. They're happy. Billy seems happy. You know, genuinely happy. Not like the fake happy that he is around people when, like, someone dies or <laughs> taking advantage of someone. Yeah. Genuinely happy dude. Yeah. Um, But we finally see then that it's, it's a, a dream. Billy wakes up. He's in his room. His mattress is on the floor. Yeah. Do you notice the dog cage is still there? The dog cage is still there. Yeah. Um, Sad. So it's clear that it was in the same room in the same apartment or house or whatever. Yeah. Um, but here's the the weird thing that I thought about this scene. And I don't know if you picked up on this the first time or this time or whatever. So at the end of this, he, he wakes up. He's getting dressed. He's eating his breakfast. You know, oh. whatever. Yeah. He sits down then while he's eating his breakfast and he's watching a surveillance video. And it's clearly of Becca, or at yeah. least I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, on a bench. Right. 
But I'm, I, I, they don't make it clear. I don't know. Is this, is he just rewatching an old clip? Is he watching a current surveillance clip? I don't know. You know what? Did you, did you, what were your thoughts when you first saw that or when you rewatched it? Rewatching it, I know what it is. Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be confusing or not. I don't remember what I thought the first time I watched it. I don't know that it's confusing. I think it's just my mind working a million miles a second and just pondering the possibility. To me, it's a recording because he keeps rewinding it. You know what I mean? Right. But is it is it an old thing? Is it something from years ago or is it something like recent? Like clearly Becca's not currently in his life. We know that. Yeah. We don't know why. I have my theories. But um, is it that he's watching this clip because he's found her? He was, oh. she wasn't in his life and he found her, or is it that it's an old clip and he's just pl- replaying the memories? I'm not going to say anything. Don't. I don't know. But you do. This is going to be an ongoing that's gonna be thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the weird part to you, huh? Not the fact that he's cutting a hot pocket with a fork and knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That well, Breakfast of Champions, by the way. Yeah. Great. I love hot pockets. For sure. Favorite one, go. Uh, you know, classic ham and cheese. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is a good one. That's my second. Yeah. First? Pepperoni pizza. Pepperoni pizza is okay to me. Pepperoni pizza. I like sure. the ham and cheese. And then the breakfast ones are great, too. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but then the other kind of callback to earlier episodes, um, Billy goes to see Deputy Director Susan Rayner. Yeah. So we saw her in episode two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see her in episode two, but we haven't heard from her or anything since then. Yeah, now right? she's back. Yeah, so those were the the two callbacks that I wanted to to make there. Mm-hmm. Um, if there were more, let us know. Yeah. So the episode um, kind of opens up after the flashback and the weird Hot Pocket breakfast scene. <laughs> Billy goes to Susan to tell her about the soups and Compound V. So we now know what Compound V is. Mm-hmm. It, sup- it amplifies their superpowers. It maybe makes them lose control of themselves. They're out of their mind. They're uh, horny. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> from what happened with Popclaw. Oh, um, what a way. What a or, or it amplifies the horniness. Mm. I don't know. You know. But yeah, so he's going it to is blue. tell her. It is blue. What's that got to do with... Wait, blue pardon? pills. <gasps> blue liquid, though. That's true. And also, uh, Viagra was like a, a, a blood pressure medication, I think, initially. Yeah. Before they found out it could do what it does. Yeah, it does do what it does. I don't know what it does. <laughs> I mean, I know what it does. I've never experienced it. No. Thank, thank Ocho God Cinco. we don't need it. Ocho Cinco. He t- yeah, he took popped one during games. the games. Tangent, like, God, this is a bad episode for us. Back back on track. Back, back on, on track, track. Back on track. track. Shout out um, to Ocho Cinco, though. Yes. Um, so he's going to her to tell her about Compound V and the soups yep. and kind of use that as like evidence to say, like, hey... This is what we could use to take them down because thus far, the biggest plot point surrounding Vaught, Madeline, and the Soups is that she's trying to get them into the military. Yeah. And Billy, I think, understands this and knows this. I think the public knows this because of the senator having announced it on TV and, you know, whatever in the episode prior. Yeah. So he thinks, well, this will be something you can use to take them down. Or, or stop yeah. that from happening. Well, and she actually is like, I don't mind them being, I, I kind of want them in the military. Right. Which, to be honest, when we discussed this before, I, I would too, as a regular ass citizen. Yeah. I would want them in the military too. But I'm also doing that under the pretense that they're good people. Which right. Not knowing who they really are. Now, um, I forget what Billy says to her, but he does mention like something happens and then uh, 
Homelander just goes off the rails. You know what I mean? I forget what he says, but he kind of mentions why they shouldn't be in the military. He makes a really good point to it. In this scene with Susan and Billy? Yeah. I forget what he says, and I should have wrote it down. My apologies. I'm a lazy mother. You know what I mean? But I don't recall. Yeah, he says something. I- I'll go back and watch it. Okay. But yeah. We'll, we'll, maybe, we'll maybe we'll do like a, a quick follow-up vid. Yeah. Follow-up. Check it out on YouTube Shorts, uh, Instagram Reels, and TikTok. Yeah, he plugged it right there. Sure did. Way to go. But yeah, initially she she brushes it off. Yeah. She doesn't really care. Like you said, she wants them in the military. He, she kind of doesn't believe him either. Yeah, so he gives her photos. Yeah. And it's photos of Popclaw doing uh, Compound V. Yeah. And A-Train doing Compound V. And she's like, man, that could be anything. Yeah. That could be heroin. Yeah. Which, that doesn't make things better. But it doesn't, I don't think it changes too much. It's like, okay, well, those guys won't be superheroes in the seven, basically. If they did heroin, there's like, okay, we'll replace them. Sure. It doesn't sure. change much. But still, like, I don't know. Clearly, whatever he is he is trying to persuade with is not working. I guess maybe and then at, at this point when he says whatever that changes the conversation, that's when she then, like, comes around. She's like, I need of. real actual evidence. Right. I need you, you something eight. concrete. Yeah. And maybe I'll I'll give you some funding for your operations, which is funny, too, because, you know, in the episode prior, they mentioned how, like, Billy's broke. Yeah, he's essentially. a cheap bastard. Yeah. And so she obviously knows this. Yeah. She knows he's out here doing whatever he's doing with whatever shoestring budget he's got. Yeah. He's like, I'll give you some money for your ops. Doesn't she bring up Translucent, too? Like, do you know what's going on there? Yeah. And, and he he's says, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he says something. Yeah, he, he your brushes it off, too. I love this guy. I, these characters in this show are so good. Yeah, I agree. They they're they're written better than I thought they would be going into it. Yeah. I didn't think they would put this much effort and depth into the superheroes and the side characters and stuff, but they are written really well. Yeah. Um but yeah, she says, "Find me some evidence. I'll we'll see what we can do." But she also makes it very clear to him, "You screw me over on this, you're done." Yeah, and she like says to him, "I need you to say you understand." Right, right. And I love. It. He's like, "Well, see, that's why it never worked out between us. You right. can't have two alphas." <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. She, and she just cuts him off and is like, "I need you to say you understand." Yeah, I think she even like threatens him by saying like, um, "You know, if you screw me over, you'll be drinking your own piss in a in a a, a black site yeah. somewhere." Yeah, which is which, scary. Well, yeah, because if she's like deputy dark in the CIA, she can easily make yeah. that happen. Let's snap out of fingers. And it's also scary because it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens in real life. I'm not saying anything. I don't want to be put on black site. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if it happens. Everybody's on the internet. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing ever just happens. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, CIA, we love you. I love you. Uncle Sam, we love you. <laughs> but yeah, so she wants hard, hardcore concrete evidence of, of Compound V. I'm assuming she probably wants a sample of Compound V, you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you got it. That's the evidence right there is the compound V for sure. Yeah. So right after this, then, though, I just want to touch on this. It, it becomes clear then where Billy got the evidence that she was handing to her. It's from Popclaw. Yeah. If you recall at the end of the last episode, Frenchie and Billy, they like tell her we can help you out, but you got to help us out. Yeah. He calls her and is like, yo, I need something better. And she's like, I can't help you. That's where he goes. Well, he, he, figure it out. he goes. Yeah. Yeah. And he smells like Chinese. What? Chinese food, sorry. What? She says as he goes to a Chinese shop. Oh, to the noodle shop. Yeah. And it yeah. smells like Chinese food. Yeah. 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 Um, well, that's what she's saying where A-Train goes. Yeah. That's, so the, the whole thing with A-Train is he's delivering the compound V. He gets it from somewhere. He brings it from one place to the other. Yeah. 
they don't they don't say why, and I can't remember why he does this. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm, I'm assuming they reveal it later. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's know. just that much. He wants more money. He's just like, I'll just deliver this shit. Nobody's gonna know. Well, so Huey, Frenchie, and MM, they're staking out this noodle shop, mm-hmm. trying to catch a train or somebody or something to figure out what's up with the compound V. I'm assuming they either know or think that it's coming from there or going to there. Yeah. Don't know. I just remembered why. Okay. Back okay. to it. Back to reality. Um, they notice then there's a, a noodle shop employee who kind of makes like a, a like a drop. Like somebody accidentally bumps into, into him. him. Yeah. He picks up a bag. He keeps walking. I don't remember if it was Frenchie or if it was MM that noticed it. But they're like, okay, this is our guy. We got to follow him. I want to say it was Frenchie. He was like, he's carrying. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. Yeah. Something like that. He, they noticed like the gun. Yeah. So the three of them get out of whatever van they're in. I think they're back in the black van. They're back in Frenchie's van. Yeah. yeah. And they get out. They start trailing this guy. They're walking through the city um, and they track him to this other area, which, you know, up front seems like some sort of business or whatever. But then he goes like down and I don't know if it's like an elevator or stairs or whatever. They're like, OK, well, we got to follow him down there. Yep. And it's clearly your typical like. <laughs> criminal hideout yeah doesn't huey say we got a problem don't we yeah yeah he's yeah. like not into it um so they're they go down there and they're kind of just sneaking around scooping things out they see guards on one side of uh the hideout they go to the other and they're 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 looking for the compound v they're assuming the guy with the noodle shop drops it off there drops it off there maybe that's where or picks it up one a train goes i don't know yeah but they're searching around they can't find anything frenchie Here's something. Yeah, some uh, it's like Japanese or, I think yeah, it's a, a Japanese TV theme song. It makes me think of like an anime opening. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. But he notices it. It's coming from a TV in the back of the room, which has like a like a a jail cell door. Yeah, on it. And so he's looking, and he's it's, it's a mess in there. It's disgusting. There's like food and this and that, whatever. And it's just like a weird jail cell with this random TV playing this Japanese theme song. Yeah. And he's like, what the heck? And he's inching closer, and he's looking, and whatever. And then he notices there's someone in there. And it's a, 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 a young lady, like, huddled under the table. Just watching it, yeah. Clearly been there for months, probably. For a while. She's dirty. She's got mud and grease dirtiness all over her. You know, they've trapped her in here. Yeah. Who knows what the hell's going on? Who knows why? She's just imprisoned by these people. And uh, you kind of, you know, when you first see her, like, I felt, I felt bad. You know totally what I mean? Like, I was bad. just like, oh, no, what's going on? So Frenchie. Yeah, you don't know if they're, what they're doing. Frenchie kind of feels the same way that we do. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So the other guys, they don't notice. Frenchie, like, sees this. They're like, yo, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. They finally come up. They see this girl in there. Huey and MM are like, whoa, let's take a step back here. We don't know what this is. Yeah. Um, and. I think like Frenchie motions like he's going to go let her out and they're like no nah, no nah, like chill yeah and MM even says like yo this is not a rescue like we came for the compound V we got to go right. again a great thing to note here is he's the plan is to get the compound V and get out right. no don't stray from the plan yeah yeah um so they are about to you know figure out what they're going to do and then Frenchie just goes for it opens the door and as he's opening the door the guards pop out of nowhere how they didn't hear them or detect them before this i don't know but they're like trying they're like telling him no as well yeah they're like don't let her out of there i think they're, uh, they're and again this is from the subtitles yeah they're speaking in filipino oh. so we know that the guys there are filipino oh okay um but they say don't let her out of there 
as soon as Frenchie opens the door, she blasts out, <laughs> murders all these guards in spectacular fashion. Spectacular. She squeezes one in the head like just shut by putting her thumbs in his eyeballs. Yeah, totally reminiscent of like the the mountain in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. With uh, I don't even remember the dude's name. Pedro Pascal's character. Yeah, Daddy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, but uh, she twists somebody's neck. Yeah, I think at one point she just is like repeatedly punching a dude and <laughs> through, like his just through his chest. I think it's through his stomach. Oh, through his stomach, kind of I the think. same way like a uh, Homelander was punched through that guy's. But first. he just punched one time. Yeah, no. she's just like. Bah, 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 but it's going through the body. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bloody as all hell. Yeah. And the guys are freaking out. Oddly enough, she doesn't attack them. She goes past them to attack the guards. Right, because obviously they're the ones that treated her badly. Right. Right. So she immediately is like, "Okay, well, you guys were torturing me or whatever you were doing." Y'all are first. Yeah. But then as soon as she kills all of them, then they all freak out because they're like, <gasps> but you're missing a really cool point here. Oh, oh, holler at me. Holler at me. She kills all these people. And then one of the guards doesn't want her to do what she's doing. Yes. It was, the, it was the noodle shop guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just shoots himself. Yeah. He doesn't want he sees all these other guys get dismembered and yeah. punched to death and whatever. And he's just like, nope. Boom. Yeah. Calls it. Yeah. Yeah. Calls it a night. Like, nope. I'm not done. for me. Yeah. Not for me. So then she's like, well, I don't have to kill him. So she looks over at the boys. Yeah. 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 And they like narrowly escape her mauling them. Yeah. She goes back into the room or. It's weird. From the angle, it makes it seem as if they're trying to leave the room, but they pull like the jail cell like door. Yeah. And it prevents her from getting to them. But you, it's not clear if like they're leaving the room or if they're going into her cell. Yeah. Because she leaves. So they must be going into her cell, or there's another entrance to that room that we don't know about. Right, right. But the whole situation was just weird when I watched it. Yeah, I didn't and really I was think hoping about that. You maybe would would know in my mind more clearly. They went they went back to the hallway that they entered. That's what in. I thought. So maybe That's there's a jail thought. cell door there too that was just wide open. Right, but then if she was trapped in her cell in the there's, cell, there's got to be another exit. Right. Yeah. Because she gets out of there. Yeah. But I mean, she probably break through a wall. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Not. I don't know if she's that strong. She's clearly strong enough to punch holes into people. Yeah. I don't know that she's strong enough to bust through a concrete underground Good point. bunker. Good point. I don't know what happened. It's a little weird. She got out. She did. <laughs> yeah. She did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so they're nearly escaping death. Some stuff happens in between there. I'll touch on it later. Yeah. But I want to go back then. At some point then, they get a hold of Billy. They let him know what they found. He comes. <laughs> He's like, what fucking mess happened here? <laughs> yeah. You know, this is a bunch of dead Filipino guys. And he's like, whoa. Yeah. Know? Again, not really like surprised no. or whatever. Not even he's affected like, by it. Yeah. Well, somebody had a party in here. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, you know, they're, they're telling him what happened. Um, they mention obviously, the, the chick to her and uh, I think Frenchie or maybe it was M.M. No, M.M. He finds a needle, and it's got you know I think just remnants of compound B, or maybe it's a dose of compound B. Right, I, don't know. I can't I can't tell, but but that's a win. Right, right, and also they're like surmising then that okay, well they were giving it to this chick. Yeah, which makes sense because she was crazy. She was freaking nuts. Yeah, um, but while they're talking about stuff and whatever, Huey gets like a text. Mm, he's hiding it. Yeah, and he's like, oh no, no, I'm just gonna. Yeah, well. I'm gonna put that back. Nothing. But Billy notices and he's like, who 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 was that from? And he's like, oh, nobody. He's like, come on, who who was it? And he tells 
No, he knows it's Starlight. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, well, I think he asked. He's like, was it Starlight? Yeah. Because, no, I think, doesn't he, he, he asks Huey for his phone. That I don't remember. I think he asked oh, him yeah, for his phone. He, like, he puts goes, his hand he goes, out. He Annie. Oh, Starlight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. And so, you know, from their little, like, pre-date in the previous episode, she's trying to set something up yeah. for them to go on a date. They exchange numbers. Yeah. And he's like, I, I think Billy says you're going on that date. And yeah, he goes, Huey doesn't want to. I usually don't go after a bloody massacre to dates. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I have a rule about not going on dates after a massacre. Yeah. Here's something I want to ask you about. Talk um to me. So he's, he's not wanting to tell Billy about this whole situation. Yeah. Do you think it's he doesn't want to go on the date because he actually doesn't want to because he's trying to protect her? Do you think it's because he's trying to not go on a date because he don't want to besmirch his relationship with Robin? What were your thoughts? I think it's a double whammy. I really do. I think um, he, I think he wants to go on the date. Right. He doesn't want to tell Billy about it. Right. Because obviously he's one doesn't trust any soups. Yeah. So puts her in danger or puts her in, like in a bad spot, and he's going to coerce uh, Huey to do something, which he does. Right. When he knows he Billy will use him. What maybe a week ago Robin got blown up? Maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, a mi- I think it's a mixture of everything. To be honest, it's a good question. So, Billy says, you're going on the date. Like, That's that. Whatever. Yep. Um, Papa said so. This this next part, then, is like a big, big setup for this whole episode. Madeline is at Vaught. She's initially sitting with the marketing guys, with, with Seth and Evan. Yeah. And they're trying to, like, figure out how they're going to spin the fact that Translucent is dead since... Uh, they. I think we forgot to mention in the last episode. We did. Shoot. That uh, they... Uh... They found Translucent's body. Yeah. So in the shoot, we forgot about. We that. did. This is so much. Anyway, so in the last episode, uh, Homelander and uh, the Deep. Yes. Find a container in water, and it was like it's the it's the box that they had that the Homel- skin Homelander the can't see through. Right. Because I forget what it's the material made of is. zinc. Zinc. So they found zinc, and this the dynamic between Deep and Homelander's layers. But anyway, they open it up to show uh, Translucent's body to Madeline, and she's like, "What the heck." And but it's funny because it was supposed to be found because it said for you. Maybe it said Homelander. It, no, no, no. In the in on the inside lid of the box, it said coming for you. Coming for you. Yeah. So it was supposed to be found. It just slowed him down. But right. so right. yeah. So they now know. And Homelander at that point he's like, they're declaring war. Yeah. So, so at yeah. this point now, Vault. Well, Madeline and these people, a couple people know, Translucent is dead. Right. And they're trying to figure out how they're going to spin this. Yeah. They mentioned a bunch of different things. <clears throat> Eventually, they settle on. Well, he's off fighting MS-13, which if you don't know, is like one of the biggest gangs in the world, like a real life, real life gang. Yeah. They're like across the globe. That's crazy. Like the biggest gang. I think it started in like South America or Central America or something like that, but it's like spread everywhere. They're I did huge. not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they he's on a secret mission fighting them is where they're going to write up yeah. the story. And I'm sure eventually they'll try to spin something else because eventually people got to be like, well, is he still fighting MS-13? I don't yeah. know. Um, but yeah, this set this next piece is what sets up the whole episode and and a big mm-hmm. plot point here. Yeah, um, Madeline gets a phone call and she's like, "What? How many? Uh, okay." And we find out then it's she has somebody implanted in NORAD, which I don't remember what NORAD is. I think they have something to do with like aerospace and stuff like that and sure. tracking things because every year for Christmas they track where Santa is. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. NORAD tracks him. That's but right. it's a, it's a, some government agency that tracks stuff. Yeah. But she has somebody planted there that tells her there's a hijacked plane in the Atlantic. Right. And there's a bunch of passengers 
and immediately she starts doing her her corporate mind thing yeah. and she's like this is an opportunity big time we see then that she brings in homelander and queen mave and she's like yo here's the plan you guys are going to go save this hijacked plane because it's in uh it's like terror was it what's the term? it's in international waters international waters thank you yeah nobody's territory them that they they can't do it on they can't act on foreign soil so again the, the 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 seven they are bound by some rules now whether it's the rules of the government or it's the rules of vaught they don't really make it clear but kind of a mixture of both i bet right but rules of the world yeah so she's like they're in international waters they're over the atlantic you can go save them no one's gonna, you know, really question it. And if you can pull this off, all the better for us and getting soups in the military. Like no one's gonna, yeah, no one's gonna be deny like, it when like you can do this at any time, anywhere. Right, right. Yeah. They're gonna be like, if you pull this off, we're for it. Yep. So big, huge setup there, um, and it, it's something that I think years removed from the situation, it's it's I wouldn't say okay, but people are more comfortable with I guess talking about terrorists and planes yeah like when i was watching i was like it's kind of like 9 11 ish yeah it's very intense when we get to that scene this scene almost defines the show for me really and made me like oh okay this show really is just a good show too i mean 9 11 terrible real life tragedy i'm assuming it probably really happened in maybe maybe it didn't happen in the boys i I don't know i don't remember but i mean well they don't they don't don't mention it it. well yeah it's like no dude I don't know. I don't know. This one I really don't remember. (laughs) But like, um, you know, I think the fact that they're introducing these in the show, and I don't know if this is in the source material in the comic, but, you know, it's for millennials who went through 9-11 in real life. Like, that's that's a big thing. Yeah. And the fact they're putting this in the show, we're, we're, what, I think 20 some years removed from it now. Jeez. Yeah. So kind of ballsy of them to put this in the show. I agree. I wonder if it's in the comic. Well, I don't know. Tell us. Yes, if you know, if you've read the boys, the comic, um, let us know. Was was this whole plane hijack thing in the comics as well? We're interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. So yeah, that's that's a, a big setup for a later scene. Then. Yep. Right. So then we go and Huey and Starlight are on their date. Mm-hmm. That that Billy's essentially forced him to go on. Yeah. At a bowling he wants, alley. Billy wants her to bug her phone. Yes. I don't, I don't know what that. it is with him and bugs. He loves bugs. He loves like he loves wiretapping bugs. and bugging people. Fun fact, Ant-Man's his favorite superhero. Really? I don't know. I was going to say, they don't have Ant-Man <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got me for a second. <laughs> dude, I'm good. I, um, I should be an actor. I don't know about You're pushing it there. Oh, fine, dude. Whatever. Stomp <laughs> <laughs> on my dreams, why don't you? Sorry. sorry. No, it's all right. No, you're, you're right. That was mean. I, I apologize. No, don't. I don't want it. But they're at a, they're on a date at a bowling alley. Yeah, typical first date. Looks looks like thing. a cute date. Right? Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I went. No, I de- I know I didn't go first date in a bowling alley. No, my wife. But we did shoot some pool. But a very good, simple first date. Yeah. Um. So she goes up. She like throws her ball, and she's like, ah. in the gutter. Yeah, it goes straight into the gutter, which is crazy because it goes straight into the gutter. But then as it gets down there, it still knocks over a couple pins somehow, which I've seen that happen. But it's like when somebody is putting like some heat on the well, ball. Well, she is a superhero. So. No, yeah, but she just like it's tosses it. Cheap ass ball on alley, dude. I don't know. That, that whole situation. I know it's a stupid small detail. Yeah. That was sus to me. It's just a cheap bowling alley, man. Anywho. They haven't, they haven't cleaned that place in years. But like who even com- like sarcastically is like, 
So you said you've bowled before, right? right? Yeah. Because he's like surprised. Yeah. That she just is like. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm just a little rusty, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. I, I enjoy this whole scene. I feel like this go this scene like is cut apart throughout the episode, if I remember correctly, right? It's not it all is, one It is. Scene. I think we're going we're, we're gonna to just try and go through it Let's, as if it was one smooth scene. motion. Yeah. So yeah. we'll go through it. And this whole scene is great because. He's still a little uncomfortable. One, because he's got to plan a bug on this girl that he actually really likes. Uh, phone. Two, he's starting to like. Even like at one point, he has like PTSD of the explosion for translucent when uh, somebody throws a strike really hard. Yeah, it's literally like right after that. Yeah, somebody throws a strike. The clattering of the pins. They see him. He flashes back to when he hits the detonator. Yeah, and translucent blows up all over him. So then he's also in this weird realm again, where his mind's like running to different things. And at one point, he even asks like how is he what's he like you know and she kind of just slightly says he doesn't understand boundaries which was very polite of her to say because he just watches girls get go pee apparently and get right in the right. bathroom so but she also mentions though he's he's got a kid he's not around a lot because he usually spends his free time with his kid which then huey just freaking shuts yeah down yeah he feels super guilty about yeah what he did right and it kind of which i would probably react the exact same way i would i too. probably would have never killed somebody <laughs> yeah yeah but if i did and i'd found out later they had a kid yeah and like she even says like the 10 year old or something like that i can't remember how old but yeah like it's like oh man like it's even more hitting like oh gosh this is i know more about this kid too right so right. if we're gonna go throughout this whole as if it's one scene it's kind of crazy because he he really shuts down and she kind of mentions it like you okay yeah you seem a little, I don't know, just different right now. Because yeah. he's, he's been joking with her a lot beforehand when they went on the little like, like, pre-date. Like kisses and prom and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So finally he knocks out of it and straight up says, like, are you are you bone in the gutter on purpose, basically? Right. And she's like, yeah. You know what's crazy? Before we get into that, when he, he, he says, when she mentions, like, are you, like, are you with me here? You know, whatever. He says, all right, I'll come clean. And that's when he's like... I wanted. I think you're you're kind of just stroking my ego here and bowling badly on purpose. Yeah, you're a superhero. You got super strength. But when I watched it and he said, "I'm going to come clean," I thought he was going to spill the beans. Really? I legit thought he was going to spill the beans. I thought maybe he would say something happened. No, but I thought he like... was going to come out and be like, "I'm actually spying on you," and it's because of my dead girlfriend and yada yada. I thought he was about to spill the beans because he trusts her so much. Right. And Starlight seemingly is the only like really actually good person. Like he was a close second. But even him, like, obviously, he killed Transus. Yeah. Not totally good. No, he mentions that before that. Like, uh, are you, you're the only good person right. in this city. So uh, that's why I thought he was going to, like, tell her everything. Mm. Um, because, you know, he's having this panic attack about Transus and whatever. I'm thinking he's he's about to, like, let the, the whole operation go. Yeah. But he just pivots into very smoothly, by the way. Yeah. You're you're playing me right now. Like let's let's see what you really got. He is pretty smooth. He is strangely. Yeah. And it's like I mentioned in the first episode when he's at the tower, he is having the panic attack, and then he snaps into like shaking Atrian's hand or whatever. So it's like yeah. this this is his superpower without having superpowers. Like he can have these like ultra instinct focus like moments where he's panicking, but then comes Boom. right back into it. Clicks into it. Yeah. So they end up they stop bowling. She they end up she can bowl. Yeah. He's really oh, good at it. She throws a strike like it's nothing. And probably could have broke every single pin down. I'm there sure. She's so strong. Yeah. So they're done bowling. They go sit down and she does ask, like, are you okay that I can like bench press you? And he's like, is that a promise? You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like turned yeah. on by it. You know, as a joke. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's okay with him. She, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay. You finish. You finish. No, I was just, just adjusting my glasses. She just mentions like, you know, back in high school, people, she had a date and 
once they found out she was so strong, they didn't want to be with him. Yeah. Be with her. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, dude, like ghosted her. Didn't even call her back. Yeah. And Huey makes Ray point like, well, he had a tiny dick, you know. And it's just like he, 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 you know, that's okay. It's fine with him. Yeah. Um. But what clicks him over to actually be like, hey, I, I still have a job here to do. Is he looks to the right and he sees Robin. Yeah. He's hallucinating. He's hallucinating Robin, and I think because he's actually falling for Starlight here a little bit. A little and bit. So his guilt hits him with Robin, and he's like, "That's right, I'm not here to fall in love with her. I'm yeah. here to do something." She like goes to the bathroom or whatever, and that's then when he like wirelessly. Yeah, he has some sort bug. of device, and he like bugs her phone. Then yeah, which I kind of it made me mad. I because I couldn't remember if he did or did not from when I watched the first time. I forgot if he actually bugged it. He did, and I was like, "Oh, he does bug it. That's right." And I'm just like, "Come on, man! Like you two are great together. Don't do this." You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're very much setting them up here to be it seems like they're kind of slowly nudging them in towards like a romantic way because this is even though oh, it's yeah. a date it's very it's very it has platonic vibes you know yeah. it doesn't seem like they're like really like romantically into each other starlight i think is more into him than he's into her for obvious right. reasons well and i think he's he, he definitely tell you has a thing for her but he holds he doesn't want to go on a date, like you said, because of Robin. Like he's holding right. back because I mean he just lost his girlfriend. They most likely was going to marry for sure, uh, and she blew up right in front of him. Yeah, you know. So he bugs her her phone, and you know we that's move that. On they kind of go into a regular day. I think it's over. Yeah, we, whatever. Yeah. Now the the rest of the episode here, it's going to be a little out of order, but I, it's for a specific reason. Yeah, I I want to talk about the female, okay, and everything that happens with her. And then the other stuff that happens, because I think the flow of how it'll go is a little better. Yeah. So the team is trying to find the female. Yep. Right. Um, which which it's weird that I, I don't know if it's in the scene where they had her jail cell that Billy calls her the female, but or if it's a little bit later. But yeah, that's that's what they're calling her. Right. And so they're trying to figure out, like, after she left her cell and whatever. Where did she, she go? go? Now, unknowns to them, she has already gone and murdered someone else. Yeah, at um, a uh, nail salon. Yeah, yeah. They find out then that when they get to the nail salon, they pose as like FBI, FBI or, or whatever. Billy uses his fake credentials. They find A-Train there. He's already like making a narrative up for them, which I don't think is also known to Vaught at that point. I think he's I operating don't know either. On, yeah. I think he's operating on his own to try and cover up you know some tracks here yeah because he says Cause like he doesn't drug, want them to know that he messed up drug deal go wrong or something yeah happened. a gang hit or something yeah like it was a gang hit yeah yeah um but they're tr he's trying to find a train's trying to find the female they're trying to find this so he knows about this female 100 percent. Right. right and um i kind of like it like mm's like i'm out of here like he gets out of there real quick because they've seen each other right in the hallway in mm -hmm. in cat um cat pop claws apartment yeah um so they get out of there. Billy's like, all right, well, this dude can scan the whole city in a matter of minutes. He's going to find him before we do. Frenchie's like, nah, I know where he's going. Early in the episode, there was like a little burnt up piece of paper in her cell. And I didn't know what it was when he initially looked at it. But then they reveal at this point, it's it was a, a like a tracking, like a label, a shipping label. Yeah. Or no, was it a, I'm sorry, I thought it was a ticket? A I th it I was a ticket. Okay, yeah. It was a ticket for um her flight, I guess, to when yeah. she either was coming to or leaving from her homeland original home yeah and he's like 
I I know where she's going. She wants to get back home. So she's going to she's going to Grand Central Station, station. the yep. train station. Yeah. Um. So they start to track her. They get there. They're splitting up. They're going like to different floors and whatever. Um. So they're separate. It's it's um Frenchie, MM, and MM, Frenchie. and Huey. Yeah, yeah. And sorry, or, I'm sorry, and not Huey. Frenchie, MM, and Billy. Yeah, because Huey's on the date with Starlight. Yeah. Um. So they're they're fun, tracking around, whatever, blah blah. They focus in on Frenchie. He's looking around, and he hears something again. And it's the anime is, opening song. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same one. It's the same one. Is it okay? Because the video from the TV was the same video. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he hears it, and he's looking. It's like an electronic store or whatever. And he just sees the TV in the back of the store playing this, and he kind of remembers it. He's going in. He he's already watching, is texting Billy, text store. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, this, he knows she's got to be somewhere around here." He doesn't see her in the store, and it's a small store. Very thin. Very, yeah, very thin. Yeah. He goes back. He's watching the TV show for a little bit, and as he like is about to like turn around, he sees her under the table. That's like right behind him, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, I'm not here to hurt you." He's trying to be real nice. Yeah. And you actually tells her a little story. This story is crazy. Sad. Crazy story. I I have a theory though, you and think, you wouldn't know. I don't think it was. I don't think you, it was real. So you think all his stories about his dad are fake? I don't know if all of them are fake. I think this one was fake. You don't think so? Okay. So I don't want to get too into the story, but essentially he tells her that like he knows what she's going through because he was ripped away from him, his home as a young boy. Dad kidnapped him. Yeah. Um, and and like he's like trying to make her relate to make her feel safe, make her feel comfortable, whatever. He shows her on his leg that he's got like Cigarette, burn. cigarette burns. Yeah, because right? the story was they used to go walk every night and put cigarettes. His dad would smoke a cigarette. But then he would put them out on his leg. Yeah. He doesn't mention specifically that his dad puts them out, but he's making it uh, assumed that yeah, he goes and oh, he's then, put them out on my leg. And just lifts them up. Right. Here's why I think that makes me think it was a lie, though. Because if, if those were cigarette burns from when he was a child, like he would still have scars for sure, but these looked like more recent cigarette burns. Yeah. I don't know. I just think the story was fake. I think he was just trying to tell her that to coerce her, her into, in, into coming with her. Yeah, because he wants to take her without hurting her. Right. And and there's a, a, a scene earlier where he gets a device from Sherry or yeah. Cherry. Sherry. Sherry. That is like a smoke bomb that's supposed to knock her out. Yeah. He does. He doesn't. He initially is like has it. He shows her he's not going to use it. He's trying to comfort her or whatever. Something startles her on the TV. She busts yeah. out of there. Yeah. And since she knocks him over and runs out and gone, and then Frenchie, I'm not Frenchie, Billy and MM show up just a little too late. Right. And and they're pissed because he didn't smoke bomb him. Right. Which the, sorry, go ahead. No, I know you I know what you're gonna say. You go, you go. This leads into again, you he Frenchie didn't follow the plan and it pisses MM off. Right. He's a which, very precise guy. Yeah. And he's like, You didn't follow the plan, you didn't smoke her, blah blah blah. And then you get a little bit more about the Mallory situation. Right. Which is where you were, they were tracking um, Lamplighter. Lamplighter, and Frenchie didn't follow the plan, and that's what got uh, Mallory's grandkids killed. Right. He, I guess, set ablaze the place where they were, and it killed them. Yeah. Um, and that whole situation, you know, it, it makes Frenchie kind of more remorseful again, but also mad and upset that that MM's even bringing it up. MM's like, I can't work with this guy. I'm out. He, yeah, he's done. He's ready to be out of there. One of the best scenes of the show. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. Billy start like like he's like no comeback. And MM's like, 
no, like I'm not doing this. He like tries to leave a couple of times. Yeah. This is what reels him in back in somehow, though. <laughs> and I, I don't want to go into detail about it because I want you guys to actually go and watch it. Yeah. Um, and and react to it on your own. But basically but he, he mentions <laughs> he starts mentioning Spice Girls. Yeah, he basically is saying we're the Spice Girls. Yeah. Uh, apart, we do nothing. Together we're we're awesome. Right. Right. And for some reason, it works. It works. And even uh, M. And this, what's funny is you see this moment. M. M's like he has the worst uh, hype up speeches. Yeah. And Frenchie goes, he really does. And like yeah. you see another connection right back to like, but it worked because right. they're now that now they're talking shit on him together. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, it's like M. M. Really seemed like he was like done. Mm-hmm. The Spice Girl pep talk brings him back in, <laughs> and I- I'm wondering here, like, it's just like. Billy's superpower without having superpower is his power of persuasion. Yeah, he just can coerce anybody. He can charm people, you know, whatever, in very unconventional ways, ways that shouldn't work, but they do. still do. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's just funny for that. Yeah, he's he's freaking amazing. That yeah. whole speech is phenomenal. Yeah, you need to go and watch it. Um, he, he makes little anecdotes that are like, don't really seem to be going anywhere, <laughs> and then you think he's going to circle back and tie it in, and he does but very poorly yeah but it still works but it works and it makes you laugh yeah yeah it's sure. great but anyway so they go off and they're chasing her again yeah they they find her down in the subway then um and a train finds her as well she's like on the on the train tracks yeah a train zips by and grabs her they notice it i don't think like the 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 people notice that she got taken I'm, it's weird she's running through and jumps on the tracks i don't even know if the public notices her jumping on the tracks Nobody's i think they like did, reacting. I, I feel like there was some reaction like they're like what the heck's going on but then she disappears because a train takes her yeah so she's running one direction a train's coming the other way right and pulls her and somehow it, it, it they they do a cool little like cgi thing of everybody pretty much standing still as he's running with her right but right. the the boys kind of notice it but my favorite thing is she's grabbed by him but not affected and comes around and, like rips like at his face right right like she's moving with him at whatever super speed he's going but she still has enough awareness to be like oh well i'm just gonna fuck you up yeah and she scratches him he drops her yeah the boys notice it they start going the direction because it's like kind of like it's off the tracks yeah but it's further down and as they're running down towards her this is rough yeah a train picks her back up punches her like through like some cement walls and shit yeah and then just grabs her and just Boom, 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 and boom, I'm, boom, boom, no, boom. And super speed mashing her I was head. I'm saying your, your boom boom is not even fast enough. No, no, no. Up. It's, like, it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. And the thing is, like, she's like taking it. Like, she's definitely hurting yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, like, anyone else, their skull would have been crushed. They'd have been dead. Yeah. And, and at one point, Billy's like, that's it. She's a goner. Like, there's nothing we can do. Cause he's like, at some point, this is going to kill her. kill her. Yeah. Or at the very least, get her out of there and, you know, deal with her some other time. Yeah. So. My boy Frenchie, he's yo, he's he got, no, he's got a heart. He ain't no dummy. He, and he wants to try and save her. Billy tries to stop her, and then he's like, "No, nah, I'm taking it in my own hand." And he goes, "Hey, everybody, look! It's a train! It's a train over here!" So the whole crowd comes running over, and he's in shock. So he has to look up for a second, which gives her a moment to kind of punch him off to the side and get out of there. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, can we get a selfie?" And he's like, "Sure, I could take now, a few." Here's here's my thing: if I'm a train, I've got you know my career on the line. Yes, I won this race, whatever, but I'm still kind of on thin ice. I'm not letting this chick no. go. And he's just like, 
kind he, of panics a little bit. Got he goes, that kind right, of, I'll yeah. do the selfies. He, yeah, that's smooth. All he's got to do is go, I'm actually on a mission right now, guys. Right. Could have delivered that very easily and be like, I'm back to beating the crap out of this girl. Yeah. So instead, he's doing selfies. The boys are able to track her down. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they track her down like a dead end. Yeah, it's like a, an underground tunnel within the subway. She can't get out. <laughs> and it's kind of funny then, like, I don't know if it's, I think Billy has the smoke bomb at this point. Yeah. He's about to let it off on her, and Frenchie, like, stops. He's like, no, let me try this. And he's, like, <laughs> trying again to, like, Here you go. nicely coerce her and whatever. Yeah. And it seems like it might kind of work. I'm like, oh. Yeah. She she might be down to just chill or whatever. Nah. Nah, she jumps on him. I thought he was dead. Yeah. And I thought, whoop, he's about to die. Yep. Goodbye, Frenchie. We, we loved you. Yeah, but they throw the smoke bomb over right next to her and Frenchie. They and both get knocked. They out. get knocked out. So that th- again, this is all happening throughout the episode. There's other stuff happening in between, but yeah. But it, it, for the for the for the sake of the pod, yeah, we're we, gonna, we had to do it as one kind yeah. of constant stream of, of events. Yeah. And now before we go into the other event that I think you have that's coming up next, it's super yes. important. I want to yes. come into a small side story. Tell me of this show. Tell me. So early on in the episode, the deep is with the um, a therapist. And yes. it's kind of funny, so I'm not gonna go deep into this whole thing. It's just like he's talking about his problems. Yeah, but there's a clock ticking, meaning this is just a waste of time. Basically, there's a clock ticking in the background. If you notice that, I didn't. But yeah, so it's like basically this is a waste of time. But the therapist is helping him. The deep comes to his own conclusions with it, and the therapist just pretty much is like, "Yeah, you're right. What What do you want to do? You know what I mean? Right. So then later on in the episode, the deep pulls up the courage to go talk to Madeline. I want to help these dolphins at. Uh, Ocean World, Ocean something World, like that, because they don't they they don't feed them enough. They, yeah, you they're know, mistreating them. They're, yeah, they're great people. They're matter of fact, hilarious. Yeah, but the, she also reminds him he's, he's making money from. Yeah, he's like the face of Ocean World. Yeah, because at one point I think at Ocean World you actually see like a video playing and he's in it's it. It's during uh oh it's uh, a commercial. And, yeah, it's a commercial during Huey and Starlight's date. Yeah, he's like come to Ocean World. Yeah, so this again another side story happening throughout the whole episode. So then after all this happens, he decides to take matter in his own hands. Yeah. And Bust he, the dolphin out, free willy yeah, style. Takes him in, in a freaking van, has the dolphin uh, hanging, and this is where it starts to hit, that he can talk to these animals. Right, right. We don't hear what the animal's saying. Yeah, we just hear dolphin noises. Yeah, but he's talking to them. He's like spraying it down with water and whatever. He's like, I'm going to set you free of the Atlantic Ocean. And so it's making its noises. <laughs> and at one point, he's like, well, let's not talk about that right now. Yeah. And yeah. it's pretty much the dolphin wants to be romantic with the deep. Yes. And he's like, fine, fine, fine. If I just touch it for a little bit right now, are you going to be okay? And yeah. like, it makes a happy noise. Right. But right. And then the cops are chasing him. Yeah. Which I'm wondering were, were the cops chasing him because of they just knew somebody broke into the aquarium to steal this dolphin? Or did they know it was the deep? I think they just wanted to stop somebody from stealing the dolphin. Okay. And so the stop, the police car gets in front of the van that has the dolphin in it, which is just on a little swing in the back. Yeah, it's it's not secured. No, by any means. No, you can even see it like swinging back and forth as it's going. Pulls in front of the van. The D pass is slam on the brakes, and it goes into slow mo. And the dolphin flies past the deep's face, goes out the window, flies over the cop car. You're already thinking this thing's dead. Oh, for sure. It goes through the windshield, and I'm like. That probably killed it. Yeah, and it rolls on the ground for a bit, but then a freaking 18-wheeler truck comes around this way and just runs over the dolphin. Yeah, I. so I probably shouldn't have. You laughed so I hard. I laughed so hard so at hard. that part. Yeah. So hard at that part. I know you did. 
and it's funny because immediately I thought, you know what, this this was a hilarious part for me, and because of other shows we've watched and conversations we've had, I'm thinking immediately Billy probably hated this part. Yeah, it's funny because. Billy doesn't like when animals get hurt in movies no, and TV people shows. Can, people can die in movies, and I'm cool, but when animals get hurt, this poor dolphin did nothing wrong. <laughs> no. Nothing wrong. And now we know it is speaking to the deep, so it has even more of a personality. Right, right. <laughs> Grant must be a really horny dolphin. For sure. But, yeah, it, it just it just gets run over for no reason. I felt so bad. Now, I did laugh a little bit, but not oh, I anywhere near as hard as Alex probably did. But what a great random side story. It's just the deep is just stupid doesn't do anything right no it is a piece of dirt honestly i shouldn't because he's a horrible 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 person especially for what he did starlight i do feel like a little bit bad for him yeah i think that's the whole point of this show of this episode with him is you're like he is a jerk but i'm starting to feel a little bad for yeah. her. he's obviously just nobody cares about him right right but anyway so i just had to throw that in because no, it's a funny side I, I i was going to mention it a little bit later um but i'm glad we brought it up now oh yeah thanks man so then we let's go back to the other huge, huge. setup for for the episode. Yeah. Right? And again, it, it works out better to do it this way because of how chopped up it was in the episode. When you're watching it, you know, it, it's fine. But when we're having a conversation about it, it makes better sense to just do it this way. One stream of consciousness. Yeah. So earlier we find out, you know, the, the hijacked plane, Madeline sends um, Homelander and uh, Maeve to go after it. Now, there's an important detail in the conversation that they have about the terrorists. She says, um, there's three terrorists on the airplane, right? So we cut to the airplane. The passengers are all there. They're panicking. You know, the terrorists, the terrorists have like them. box cutters and whatever. The one has like a gun yeah, um, or something. I don't remember. But they're there. And we just see like towards the middle of the plane, the like the, the plane door just Bursts open, uh-huh. one of the terrorists sucked out immediately. Out. Yep. Which I'm honestly surprised like more didn't fly out, but he gets sucked out. Yeah. Maeve walks in like no big deal. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just, I'm here to save the day. What I do? I think she even like picks up the one terrorist like by his neck, like like he's oh yeah, like just... nothing. Super yeah breaks his neck and. He's dead. He goner. And then she looks. There's another terrorist there. He's like, well, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" And Queen Mavis is like, kind of squaring up a little bit over her shoulder. Laser beam demolishes him. Like yeah. just goes right into his chest. And she looks back, and Homelander's there, just like, "Ah, oh, that's what I do. That's who I am." You know. And they're kind of like, she gives a little smirk. They're putting on a show. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they had a game plan, if they were like scoping out the plane before they got in there or whatever, but they, they knew how things were going to go down. Yeah. Um, so they kill these terrorists. Now, again, I brought up the point that Madeline told them there's three terrorists. First one got sucked out mm-hmm. of the door. Second one, Maeve snapped his neck. Yep. Third one gets laser visioned. Yep. So all is good. The crowd is cheering. They save the day. Yeah, Homelander. Homelander. Yeah, and and this is the thing. Like going back to last episode when Homelander was like telling the the um the cops like you guys are the real heroes. He kind of does a similar thing with He's the like, crowd. You here. survived. Yeah. yeah, you you survived this. You guys did the real work here. <laughs> yeah, like you guys should be proud of yourselves. It's all fake bullshit. Yeah, right, right. And like Maeve is there, and and you know they're talking with the crowd or whatever. Um, and everyone's just super happy. 
And I'm even as I'm watching something, this can't be it. Right. Yeah. And it's not. No, no, not at all. We're nowhere near the end of it. No. So Maeve has her head like on the, the captain's door to be like, hey, captain, like kind of let him know. Like we're good. It's over. Yeah. But she's not hearing anything. No. Yeah. She opens the door. Fourth terrorist. Yep. One of the co-pilot's dead. Yeah, I think he slid his neck. Yeah. And then there's a pilot and the there's a gun to the pilot's head from the other terrorist, right? Right. Yeah. So basically, it ain't over yet. Right. And I think they even try to like tell him like, whoa, calm down. You know, like this is over. Like, you don't want to do this, you know, or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he ends up shooting the pilot. Yeah. Straight through the back of the head, straight through the front windshield of the plane yeah so then that kind of pisses homelander off so he decides to kill him with laser vision but he kind of like loses control he doesn't like the other guy was super precise he just right in his chest so i think when uh he killed the the pilot the plane dipped a little you're right so it was like you're right and with the suction of the air for the bullet true it kind of made him lose control of his laser vision and it goes right across the control board of the plane yeah so both pilots are now dead Mm -hmm. the fourth terrorist dead great but now the plane is screwed up. I I, I don't know if uh, Maeve like has some airplane experience. She like puts on the, the and headset calls, like, and she's like, ACT seven four whatever yeah, blah, blah blah. And she's like, the control you know the the communications comms are down. Yeah, you know whatever. And she's like, do you know how to fly a plane? He's like, wouldn't no, it matter but, if I did. Yeah, I mean, and he's all nonchalant. Like he's just yeah, like she's worried. Yeah. He's just like ah. She he's more. He's just like. What he doesn't what are we care. Gonna do? He doesn't care. Not at all. He's just like, wouldn't Not it matter if I did, Maeve? Like, I can't fly it. <laughs> so then Maeve is like, well, we got to do something. Yeah. So she starts coming up with ideas. One of her ideas is, okay, you take every single person out of this plane, fly them down the ground, and come back. Not even. Not even. That was like the last resort. Okay. The first thing she's like, well, just go oh, under yeah. the plane and, and like, lift it up, fly it up. Like how like, you would pick Superman from from what? I can't. I can't. There's no floor. I can't push up. up. Yeah, I'm just in the air. So then she says something else. Then she's like, well, why don't you hit it up? Yeah, and, and he's, he's like, like, I'll just go through the fucking plane. He goes with the speed. I either topple it over and go and go ass up, or I go right through the floor of the plane. Yeah, and it's like so. We not kind of understand his powers. Like Superman, we we know could fly underneath it and probably yeah. Superman it. can just fly however he wants to fly. I still feel like Homelander could have done this, but I think he could have too. Yeah, but at this point, he was just like, "We're done here. There's nothing yeah. we can do." And then, like you said, then like they're then going she's through. like, "Well, grab everybody." Fly everybody. And he's and like, "123 times." Yeah, come on, Maeve. that ain't realistic. Yeah, and it's like so he doesn't even want to try. Not at all. At not all. even a little bit. Yeah. So then they're walking out the back. He's like, "I'm gonna go." <laughs> He goes, I'm just going to go check on something back here. Oh, and everything's great, guys. Don't you worry. Like, he's real, like. Right. They close the door so the, the people can't see the cockpit and the fact that everyone there is dead. Yeah. But the plane's getting more turbulent. Yeah. They're like, what's happening? It's still going down. Like, yeah. And they're like, uh, wh what's up? So they're yelling, you're leaving us. You're leaving us. And he's like, nah, no, nah, I'm checking out the back here real quick. Yeah. And Maeve's kind of frozen. So he's like, Maeve, come on. Let's go. And right. the one person goes, they are leaving us. Yeah, they get wise. And it gets freaking hectic. Yeah, people start getting unbuckled. They're turbulence. People are flying up into the ceiling and whatever. They're all freaking out. And then they start, they start coming to the back after Homelander. Yeah. And his eyes start glowing. He's like, I'll burn every single one of you. Yo, he got crazy. Yeah. This is your boy. It is. I, he's still my favorite. Even <laughs> after is, all this. This is your boy. He's still my favorite so far. And what really gets me. I'm oh, sorry. If you no, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What really gets me is Maeve finally, like, she's caves and she grabs. You see these this mother and daughter on the plane a few times. Yeah. 
looks like the only mother daughter on the plane. So she grabs the mother and the daughter and they're just these two. We've got to take these two. And you know what he goes? Why? So he can tell everybody else that we couldn't save anyone else? Yeah. No. Yeah. He shuts right in that front down of their too. face. Right. Right. So everybody knows now Homelander's a dick. Yeah. And, and they're just they, I think they're all kind of in shock because to them he's like this perfect superhero, you know, can't do anything wrong yeah. and they're seeing like, yo, he's not only a dick, but he's willing to let us all die, all gonna die. and or kill us all. Yeah. So, but he now, because he shows off the side of him, he has to let them all die as well. Here's what I was going to say, and it's a theory. I know I go into theory land all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, is he like reacting this way because he's on Compound V? Maybe there's like a formulation of Compound V that he's taking that you know is obviously enhancing his powers but also still making him lose his mind a little bit is it because of that or is he really just that much of an asshole i'm not gonna tell you i can tell you I, i'm not gonna tell you. you you don't know i don't know but you know but i know <laughs> um but yeah so he turns down the daughter and the mother and everything and mave still like kind of doesn't want to leave these people but we now know like if this plane goes down and she's in it she'll die in it too right he says don't die with them yeah which is like damn yeah he's like i'm out like, they're I'm peacing. They're going to die. You want to stay with them? You're going to die, too. Yeah. So, finally, she leaves with him. Plane goes down. And, like, yeah, he's holding her in the air. And you see the plane just going down. And at some point, you see somebody jump out the plane. And it's, like, kind of sad, man. Yeah. And, like I said, this scene kind of really defined the show for me to how serious they can get. Right. To how evil the super soups really are. Right. And to now, we know. I mean, Homelander was a dick. But now we know. Huge dick, yeah, and it's Drake like leaked type level dick. <laughs> Whoa, they oh, pause <laughs> with the times though, dude. Would it be relevant? Um, but yeah, so I really i I will mention like the the whole thing later. But yeah, it's just what a, a wild, intense scene. Yeah, and I think maybe you're right. Maybe partially because of nine eleven. I think I think for millennials it hits different. Yeah, it, it was just like, but then when he's just just like, I'm not gonna be able to save them all. Just let them all go down. Right. And then tells her, don't die with them. It's like, man, he doesn't care about the people at all. Now, here's the thing. I'm not trying to defend Homelander. Oh, God. Sounds like it. But <laughs> he's kind of right. From his perspective, if he wants to continue doing what he does, he can't let anyone here survive after revealing that he's an asshole. And he's willing. To, he can't let anyone right. survive. I think, well, okay, when you're looking into, one, after being an asshole... Two, this whole thing was to get them in the military, and he wasn't able to save all of them. Right. So if he comes out even with just a mother and daughter, that's not gonna, that's gonna torpedoes the whole thing. Might make him look okay, like hey, he tried, but it doesn't help the the military thing right. at all. Right. So as much as he's crazy and he acts really weird sometimes, he's not dumb. No, not, not at all. Dumb at all. Not at all. Plane goes down. You know, everybody's dead, presumably. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I hate to say this. I hope they're all dead because if not, like they are hurting. Yeah, um, for sure. But then, you know, towards the end of the episode, then uh, because we're kind of going a little bit out of order, we start to see then there. The, there's a crew that is starting to find pieces of the plane. Like I think you see like Wash the tire ashore. washed ashore. You start to see the you know the tail of the plane somewhere. I think getting carted off or whatever. Um, May walking along and sees the doll that the little girl was. Yes, holding. yeah, it washes up yeah. on the beach, and there's news teams there like crowding around like telling everybody like oh we finally found out what happened to not that we found out what happened to the plane but we see that the plane went down mm -hmm. and you know everybody's dead and whatever 
this is where the shit gets crazy. Yeah. At least, you know, from a, a Homelander perspective. He again, he's not dumb. No. He just does he's he's so good at this. And and Madeline is watching this on TV, by the way. Yeah. She's and watching. she's seems a little bit worried. Because she knows the implications of if people find out what really happened, yeah. the military thing's done. Yeah, and she's right? not happy about it. She's no. like, man, we had a we had a shot here. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, they're doing the, the news thing. And off to the side of the news anchor is Maven Homelander just kind of sitting there watching. Yeah, they're just on the beach watching the, the cleanup crew. Yeah. They're not really on the news yet. No. They're just kind of in the background. And um, the, the, the news guy mentions, like, you know, everybody on the, on the plane died. And Homelander just goes... They didn't have to die. Yeah. Like very like regal superhero like you yeah. know, type or whatever. And then all of a sudden it starts to tear up. Yeah. Plain it up real good. Yeah. And he's telling him, he's like, if we could have been there, you know, if we didn't have to follow these rules, we could have saved everybody on that plane. Yeah. He even says, like, if Norad would have tipped us off even a few minutes earlier, yeah. none of those people would have died or whatever. So I'm also thinking then, well, nor the 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 guy that Madeline had planted in Norad, he's probably like, well, this burnt, this burnt just burnt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're throwing me under the bus here. Yeah, I did tip you off. Yeah, I did tip you off, but yeah. nobody else knows that. And he goes into this like grand speech. speech. Oh yeah. You so know. go to your congressman. Go to your senate. Go to you know. Go Let to us your... get involved in the military. Yeah. They'll listen to you, the people. And yeah. he's very like a politician for sure. Yeah, and um, God bless America. You know, yeah, and the, even the crowd there, they're starting like chant Homelander's name yeah. and all this. They're like, yeah. At one know. point, so he goes through his office, and one goes, "We see you, Homelander," and he goes nuts. He goes, "I see you." Yeah, he's always playing it, like putting the praise back on the people who he's with, whether it yeah. was the cops, whether it was the the people in the plane, um, you know, the cleanup crew. He's always making sure that he's not getting the shine or not all of the shine that the people around him are getting the shine because that gives Very him smart. more yeah because that gives him more of that shine anyway yeah yeah now all they do is love him you know right and and the episode ends then with you know essentially he's now rallied the troops madeline sees what's happening on the tv she's got a big smile on her yeah, face she's like damn that's my boy right that's there my son boyfriend guy oh, <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah but even at one point which is really dark he goes right mave yeah, and she's just like she just stands there and nods and like, yep, yeah, because she clearly feels bad about this. Oh, she Maeve has a is a, is a great character in this show. Just yeah, she, you can tell obviously she has some kind of moral compass. It's just not great. And you know what? I, I did say all the soups are terrible people. Um, and while I wouldn't say Maeve is a terrible person, outside of Starlight, she's probably the next like most good yeah soup. You know of of all the the ones in the seven. Yeah, but yeah, heck of a way to end the episode. Overall, great episode. Hit on Intense. so many different levels. Yeah, um, a lot. Happened. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm fully in now. I'm fully in on the show. Got him. Yeah, <laughs> we got him. Got him. But yeah, I, I, I think the next episode is, you know, past the halfway point here. I think it's just going to continue to ramp up because obviously, if the way TV shows work as they normally should, by the end, we're getting some huge, you know, moment that happens. So I think the trajectory of the show, while it's been going up, I think it starts to take a sharp turn up here. Exponential growth. Whoa. Business lingo. Mathematicals, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. But yeah, no, I, I it, it gets better and better. This show is very good. Yeah. Obviously why I kept trying to get you to watch it. For sure. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the episode? I'm going to mix in my favorite and my least favorite. You ready? Sure. My favorite part was the plane scene. 
Yeah. My least favorite part was the, the plane, plane scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can I can understand why. Yeah. I can it understand was why. such a it was so important to especially Homelander and just the show in general to kind of get really where we're at with these people. Right. But also like it sucked to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um I think my favorite part of the show was kind of just the connection that Frenchie was trying to make with with the female. Yeah. Um, because you're getting more of him. I think of of all the people on the crew, we've gotten to know Frenchie the most. Yeah. So far. Um, which I, I want to find out more about Billy for sure. We get a little bit of, you know, his flashback with Becca. Yeah. I definitely would like to know more about MM. He seems like a cool character. His story is very good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the connection that Frenchie was trying to build and like all his little, you know, scenes and stuff. Um, I really like him. He's not my favorite. Homelander, Homelander's still my boy. <laughs> Damn, but Frenchie's probably a close second. Good. Um, my least favorite, definitely the the plane the plane scenes. Yeah. Um, because again, just that you know everything that happened in real life, it makes that different. Like I think I think if you're somebody who's younger, you're a Gen Xer or whatever the next whatever they're know, called. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Um, you didn't go through that in real life. You didn't. Re- you know live that or if you did you were just like a like a, a baby or a just small a baby. child and you didn't go through 9-11 but yeah. as a millennial that like i was in high school when it happened and you know becoming a person you know a, a young adult i guess yeah. or an old teenager it, 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 it definitely, definitely hit yeah it's different yeah it does for sure yeah i agree uh but yeah um small screen scoop i didn't have any so I, I have one here. Okay. Um, the female is what they call the the chick who was imprisoned in the underground, you know, bunker thing. Yeah. And the title of the episode is the female of the species. Yeah. That is her character's name in the comics. Her name in the comics is the female of the species. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I don't have any context as to why. Again, if you read the comics, let us know. We want to know more. Yeah. Just don't, don't spoil, spoil anything yeah, for us. Reminds me like, don't spoil anything. But yeah. yeah. But let us know. Like, can you give us a spoiler free rate reason as to why that's her name? Yeah. Let us know. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the one that I had here. Um, yeah. Again, great show. I'm loving it more and more each episode. I can't wait to see what happens next. And I, I'm excited for what's to come in the later seasons, too. We're in season one. Oh, boy. I've heard nothing but good things about the show overall, and I've heard just gets crazier. There's some crazy season, stuff. But I just don't know how. Like, there's there's got to be a dip. There's got to be somewhere where, like, the show goes down. This can't be just, like, constant rocket up of craziness. Or maybe it can. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, you're going to have episodes where you need to really get story plot. So, like, sometimes it slows right. a little. Okay. But then you know the next episode you're getting something wild. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's that's uh, the episode here. Episode four, halfway through season one. Let us know what your thoughts were. Couch crew. You know what? We've been neglecting to mention. You're the couch crew. You're the couch crew. Yeah. You are the fandom C-C. of the small screen couch commentary podcast. Yeah. Um, let us know what you thought. Let us know some other small screen scoops. Hit us up on our socials. Again, we have full episodes on YouTube. Yep. We really want you to subscribe on YouTube. We do. There's something that's going to help us really there if we can meet a certain milestone on YouTube. So if you have a YouTube, uh, a Gmail even, that's all you need to create a YouTube account. Go on there. Subscribe to us. 
Hell, even if you don't have one, make one. Help us out here. Smart. Obviously, also hit us up uh, on our other socials, TikTok, Instagram. I think we have our probably our biggest um, fan base, if you will, on Facebook. Call them a following. Following. Yes. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but search for us everywhere. Uh, small screen couch commentary on all the social platforms. You should be able to find us by now. Our episodes are going live every Sunday. I think what our plan is right now is to continue to release two episodes a week yeah. just to get through things and get caught up on things because aside from the boys there's also gen v which neither of us have watched I've not yet. seen gen v i don't know why i just haven't i for as much shit as you gave me i thought you i know on that i know I, there it was a time in my life where i just stopped watching stuff yeah so but that'll be cool though because then we'll both be able to experience it for the first time. maybe yeah we can see what we pick apart yeah, yeah. i like yeah. it i like it um but yes follow us on the socials watch us on youtube for sure check us out on there subscribe um, but listen here as well and give us some feedback. What do you like? What don't you like? Um, what, what do you want? want? What don't you want? What do you want? Exactly. I feel like I was like Uncle Sam. They're like, I want you. You did with the American hat on? Yeah. yeah spot on, bro. <laughs> spot on. I didn't even think of that oh, until geez. after. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.